you know, being able to, now, honestly, I think this is the, I tell my kids all the time, I think this is one of the most important skills to have as just a human being. If, yeah. if, in, if you can figure out what to do when things don't go the way you expect them to go, with whatever mm-hmm. the plan is, if you can think on your feet and come up with a solution without, you know, kind of falling to the ground, um, I, I, I think that's one of the things that just, you know, separates people from who can get things done and people yeah. who can't, right? Like, you know, everybody yeah. has a plan, but what do you do when the plan doesn't happen the way you expect it to? And that's right. That's right. In journalism, right. that's every day. And how do you pivot? That's every single day as a... As a right. Welcome to the Whole Student Podcast with Cal Balavan. Whole student refers to the magical moment when a student is fully seen, heard, and known. This is the spark of a relationship between student and teacher, where the former is catalyzed on a journey beyond what they thought possible, and the latter is a proud advisor cheering from the sidelines. The Whole Student Podcast asks guests to reflect back to their moment, to the person who became a transformative teacher in their lives and on the journey they were set upon. Our guest today is Mike Azagata. Mike Ozgate is affectionately known in industries as Mike Oz, a former journalist responsible for the beloved web series, 25-year-old baseball cards on Yahoo Sports. He's covered everything you love about Major League Baseball, including multiple World Series. He broke new ground in entertainment coverage at the Fresno Bee with his pioneering work on his local cultural blog, the Fresno Beehive. His radio show, the podcast Osmosis, introduces audiences to up-and-coming and local musicians ready to break out. But his biggest personal success is def- definitely his pivot into entrepreneurship. Mike is the co-founder of the nationally renowned Taco Truck Throwdown. And his community building work, bringing that event to life, helped him start his own company, Fresno Street Eats, which produces more than a dozen weekly food events in the central San Joaquin Valley, plus festivals and themed events like Fres Yes Fest, Tacos, Brews, and Jams, and the Brewery District Block Party. Go look at the Fresno Street 8's IG account. You'll be instantly hungry. It is my pleasure to welcome Mike Oz to the Whole Student Podcast. Mike, welcome. Hey, I appreciate it, man. That was all very, uh, very, very it's, it's always weird to hear all the stuff, you know, stuffed together into one little paragraph. And um, it, it, <laughs> it's cool, though, man. It kind of helps you reflect on, you know, everything. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's a lot there. Um and which brings me back to, you know, the first question I always ask guests is talk about the student they were. And oftentimes when they have a singular interest, they can talk about that student. I was a science student and, and I became a scientist, but you have so many different interests and different ways in which you've impacted the world. Uh, I'm really curious to find out what kind of student you were. Um, yeah, I, was a, I was a journalism yeah. student, man. Like I was straight up a journalism student, right? Like, wow. And anybody who, anybody who ever, I think a journalist probably understands the, uh, the sort of transformative place is always the school paper, right? And it's, wow, wow, the, wow. you know, more than any class, you know, where they can, you can learn out of a book. It's always like the working on the high school paper, working on the college paper. Like those mm-hmm. are the things that kind of get you going. Um, yeah. So, you know, by the time I, I, I knew I wanted to be a journalist when I was in fifth grade. So, wow. Yeah. yeah like I, I was, I was very much like read the sports page, study the box scores like this is what this is the kind of stuff that i want to do and then you know as i got a little older i was reading sports illustrated and you know yeah that's that was it you know at at that age i'm talking like late 90s you know um i mean sports Mm -hmm. Illustrated was like the dream job right if you can go work for si yeah and obviously everything in the media has changed in the last 20 years but that was kind of how i grew up like yeah man i want to i want to i want to write for sports illustrated um and okay so even when I was in school, like I guess the kind of student I was was always like, 
I would do what I needed to do in my classes, but like my focus was always, mm. hey, we got to get a newspaper out, or we got to do, you know, we got to do this. Or right, right, right. Um, so that was always kind of my my focus, and and you know, I went to school at wow. San Jose State University where we had a we had a daily newspaper. So um, you know, it was it was basically like a job, and wow. you know, you did your you did your classes in the morning, and you put out the paper, and you know, we would do the paper from two until midnight every day. And, wow! Wow! You know, wow. get the paper out, and then boom, go to sleep, and then wake up, and go to your classes in the morning, and then go to the paper. And you know, there's huh. plenty of opportunities, or plenty of times I remember, like, yeah, we gotta, we're gonna be up late tonight. I'm not gonna make that 9 a.m. class tomorrow, but um, you know, that's just geography. Like, I'm, I'm journalism all, yeah. and all as I look back in my life all now, way. like, I probably should have taken some more business classes or something. But um, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Well, along that way in your journey, you're the journalist student. There was a, there had to be a teacher or two where you felt seen, heard, and known. Set the stage for us. Who was that person? What was that class? What was that moment? Yeah, I mean, so my my this is an easy one for me. I mean, there's there's yeah. there's one guy, and anybody who's sort of probably in a twenty year span at San Jose State would yeah. say the same thing. Uh, his name is Mac Lundstrom. Uh, he mm. was the advisor of the newspaper. He was the you know, the kind of the first line of, of uh, first guy you meet probably when you go into journalism classes, the, you know, the wow. sort of beginning news writing guy. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, he was kind of the heart and soul of that place, you know, in terms yeah. of yeah. journalism. And, and um, so he was, he was definitely the guy. Um, and, you know, for me, like, again, I, I, I kind of came in knowing what I wanted to do and I had already kind of gone down that path. You know, I was right, right, right. I graduated from high school and I'd already been, writing for like the local, I'm from Fremont, California. I'd already been yeah. writing for the local paper. I already had bylines, already did all that stuff. Um, I did like a summer program with the San Jose Mercury News, which is one of the big yeah. papers in there. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I thought like, I, here I am like thinking I'm the man, you know, I walk into, I went, I went to campus my first day of college before school started, walked into the newspaper, like, Hey, I'm here. Like, what's up? Wow. You know? wow. And they're like, yeah, get out of here. Like, you know, we have, <laughs> Um, That's right. That's right. And sent me off. You know, like it's like, oh, you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to do that. And I, I immediately felt kind of like, oh, the thing I wanted to do. Now I'm being told like, I got to wow. go do all this other stuff. And, um, wow. and and honestly, like in the beginning, like I understood the prerequisites and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, uh, the the sort of school end of it, like the the sort of like let's read books and talk about theory and, and all that in journalism, like didn't really right. go in the way doing the job does. Right. Um, right, right, right. So in those classes, it was cool. And like, I could, you know, I think, you know, so Mac was my teacher in a couple of those classes. I think he knew, like he could tell that I was hmm. into this and I was ready. And, and, uh, right, right. but I remember like one of the class, like the second year class, I was just kind of like, eh, hmm. worn out on this. Like, is this really what I want to do? I felt like I've wanted to do this, but oh wow, really it, you know, like, and I think he noticed it in me. And I think he was like, hey, um, I'm going to go introduce you to some people from the paper. You know, I'm going to let you meet them. And mm-hmm. I think he knew that they would probably give me a chance. And um, and I yeah, think yeah, I, yeah. I probably had like a C or D in that class, which, I mean, I could have easily been doing better. And he, he right, right. think that, you know, hey, I needed something else. And uh, so he took me in. Wow. They're like, hey, yeah, you want to go cover a baseball game? And I'm like, yes, I want to go cover a baseball. That's exactly what I want to do. Um, and so that right. kind of kicked me, that kicked me back into it and, um, nice energized me. But I think, you know, the thing that I always realized about him was like, 
you know, he, he one had a, had a passion for the journalism business that is unmatched in anybody that I'd ever come across. And wow. two, I think he did a really good job of teaching you like how to conduct yourself as a professional journalist mm. as you're in college and how to, mm. you know, what the standard is and what the, this isn't just a, you know, we're not just here doing sort of an after school activity. We're, we're putting out a real right, right, right. journalists, like, you wow. know, setting that, setting that belief um, early on. And, you know, as then we got into newspaper, I mean, I was, I probably did every job you could do there. I was there for like six semesters, uh, editor in chief, wow. wow. yeah, just stuck around the newspaper, wow. and do as much as I could. Um, so, you know, he became the sort of daily, the daily yeah. guy. And, you know, I still remember a lot of the little stuff he would, he would teach us. So he, he is the, you know, the number one teacher, the inspiration, the whatever you want to call it. Like that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's my guy and a bunch of my friends, he's their guy and he's, he's the, So you, do you and um, Max stay in touch? Uh, what's your relationship like now? Um, a little bit, you know, like I think yeah. it's, it's, uh, here and there, he, uh, the interesting thing is, you know, he was, like I said, very old school newspaper guy, yeah. worked at the Mercury News for forever. Yeah. Um, and I remember when, so I, I, I uh, ended up in Fresno because I graduated, went to the Fresno B. Yeah. Um, I came here, I was 22 years old, right? Working at wow. the Fresno wow. B, fresh out of school. And so I talked to him and I lasted the Fresno B about almost 10 years, 10 years or so. Yeah. And then I went to Yahoo Sports, which is where I started covering baseball. And at the wow. time, you know, when I left the newspaper, like he actually told me like he was disappointed that that I was going to the website, right? That I was going to wow. go. You know, and and so that that was tough, man, because I was wow. like, you know, this this whole thing, the whole journalism thing is really built on mentors, right? Like, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a bunch of different people who have who have you know, helped me over the years and, 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 um, done that. And hopefully I've done that for some other people over the years, Yeah. but I feel like there's like this obligation sometimes to them. Like, Hey, I gotta, you know, you, you invested in me when I was 19 years old, right. 20 years old. Right. And I have to live up to the, the, right. uh, you know, what you, what you invested. And so yeah. like, honestly, man, like it was, it was one of those things where to me it was like, I wanted to be a baseball writer since I was a kid. And it was like, yeah, yeah you go cover the World Series. You're going to go do all this stuff. Yeah. And I was proud and psyched and everything. But then part yeah. of me felt bad because, you know, I knew that I had let down. He um, mm. was a mentor. Mm. Right? And um, so, you know, and, and, and it wasn't like a, you know, t like a big deal necessarily. But I know that, you know, part of that was part of what was going on there. And, and um, yeah. Yeah. And, and expectations changed too because technology changed and journalism yeah. changed. I mean, the whole industry changed. So, oh yeah, big time. I was, big time. I was, I was definitely not alone, and you know, like yeah, fair enough. And, and wow. I, I look back at it now. I mean, probably now it's not even a big deal. He probably doesn't even remember that. But like, wow. Uh, you know, I think I think about it now, and like all the people that I went to school with. I mean, there's very many of them who are mm -hmm. practicing journalists. I almost said I'm one of the only ones, forgetting that I'm not actually a journalist anymore. Um, right, right, fair yeah. enough. Interesting. <laughs> but for a while, I was one of the only ones. You know? Well, let's let's talk about that because you did a shift, you know, and this entire season is special. We're focusing on entrepreneurs, so I want to ask you specifically, who was it in your life that put you on a path to becoming the entrepreneur? You know, I didn't realize it at the time, but it, it was definitely my grandfather. Oh uh, wow! So you know, my my grandpa has actually it's a very interesting. There's some interesting parallels that I never really 
caught on until like recently. So my grandpa, I grew up um, and he had, he had like a family business. He had a motor shop. So it was called electric motor service and they would fix like small electric motors. So not like car motors, but like the motors that go into like conveyor belts or stuff like that. But then also probably the more practical thing would be like, if you're on uh, say you're at Disneyland and yeah. you're on like Splash Mountain, the the, the motors yeah. kind of run all the little animals and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. So there's small okay. electric motors. That, you know, the most of the a lot of the clients in the Bay Area were like, and people that as I grew up, I was like, oh, you're a big tech company, but they were using them for you know conveyor belts and, and stuff like that. Got it. So then the, the motor shop was essentially I don't know eight members of my family. So it was my mom, my grandma worked there, my aunt worked there, my aunt, my aunt and uncle. You know, I started working there when I was like 10 years old. Um, you know, my first my first job was literally sweeping the shop and shredded paper and, you know, doing that kind yeah. of stuff. And, um, by the time I was 13, 14 years old, you know, I would just spend my summers working there. And, and it was wild, man, to look back at it. They gave me all kinds of responsibilities that I, I uh, at the time, like, I just dove into it. But I didn't know what I was doing. They, they would be like, hey, can you uh, reconcile all these invoices so we can get our accounts receivable up to date? And I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, sure. I'll give it a try. Um, yeah, yeah. And I grew up around around that, and you know, I never at the time like that's not what I wanted to do. That was just like, oh, I'm just gonna hang out with my family yeah. and I'm gonna make a little bit of money to buy a Nintendo game yeah. or something. And um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. As I got older, you know, I started thinking back at that, and he, uh, my, so my grandpa died. It's been uh, two years now, and uh, wow. one of the things that you know, I wrote, I wrote an obituary and, and did all that kind of stuff, and I, I have a. Um, uh, some some recordings I did of him like talking through his life and I remember asking him at one point like you know when did you know that you wanted to be a like go off on your own like how did you know it was time to go off on your own mm-hmm. and not just be um, you know working for somebody else yeah yeah and because I was thinking about that I mean I've been thinking about that for for years now because I've always kind of wow. had side hustle stuff and um, one of the things I never really realized when I was younger was that you know, he, he, at the time, like I knew it from my perspective as a kid, this has always been what my grandpa did. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, actually it wasn't right. He had worked for all these other companies and done all these other things. Right. And it wasn't until he was like 50 that he went out on his own. Wow. And, but wow. I did, but I didn't, you know, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and so it, it, as I, as I got into that thing of reinventing myself, like, you know, I had to think back about that and be like, here's this guy that I totally looked up to. Right. And he didn't do that until he was like later in his life too. Like if he could do that, I could do that. Right. Like that's, that's right. That's right. You know, and, and, and he kind of ended up in kind of a similar situation. Um, you know, he didn't necessarily make the choice. He kind of got pushed, right? Like I got pushed. Mm. Like I, I didn't make, mm-hmm. I didn't decide to leave Yahoo Sports. Yeah, who just sports decided I was leaving, and uh, you know, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> and that's that's kind of what happened with with my grandpa. Okay. A little bit different, but you know, it 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 got me into you know understanding the idea that like you can reinvent yourself and you can take the skills yeah. you learned in one industry and you can apply them to another industry. And um, you know, I think this is not a journalism podcast, but I I, I would always advocate to journalists yeah. that if you can be a good journalist, you could do so many more other things, right? Because right, being able, right, right, being right, able right. to write and communicate, I feel like puts you ahead in so many other business. Right. Sectors, right? Just being able to write a good pitch or right, write a good right, email, right, right. speak confidently, you know, is going to, is going to open doors for you. 
Um, you know, the yeah. way we, the way we build sources as journalists and, and get information is not all that different than building a relationship with a client who mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. don't want to like pay you to do some work or something. Um, you know, being able to now, honestly, I think this is the I tell my kids all the time. I think this is one of the most important skills to have as just a human being. If yeah. if can if you can figure out what to do when things don't go the way you expect them to go with whatever mm-hmm. the plan is, if you can think on your feet and come up with a solution without, you know, kind of fall into the ground. Um, I, I, I think that's one of the things that just, you know, separates people from who can get things done and people yeah. who can't, right? Like, you know, everybody yeah. has a plan, but what do you do when the plan doesn't happen the way you expect it to? And that's right. That's right. In journalism, that's, right. that's every day. And how do you pivot? That's every single day as a, as a, right. as a journalist, right? So, um, right, you know, right, right. There's plenty of days where I'm like, oh, I have this story. Right. I have to do my deadline's five o'clock. I need to talk to these three people. The, the number of times that that actually happens as a journalist, like is very slim, right? You always have to be like, okay, crap, right, this right. on vacation. This person's not calling me back. Like, how do I do this? Thing? Right, right, right. You always have to come up with a solution. So, you know, those types of things wow. I think help you in so many other industries that, um, that's right. As, as I started to reflect on like who I was and what I had, um, I was like, I could do, I could do all this other stuff because journalism taught me how to do it. I just need to be brave enough to kind of like apply those things to a different industry. Yeah. And, and now it's interesting as I hear you talk about Mac and, and your grandfather and I see the inspiration they had on you in different ways. Um, I see uh, the impact you, you've had as a storyteller, yeah. as a journalist and beyond. Uh, and now in many ways you're inspiring others too. Um, and I didn't know if I was going to go into this direction in relationship to the interview, but you've, you've made a phenomenal impact um, catalyzed by uh, a tragedy uh, in your life. And I don't think a lot of people outside of the Fresno sector know about that. Could you share that story? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, the, uh, I guess to set the, the, big, the big sort of timeline of this is yeah. I, I, uh, I got laid off at Yahoo Sports uh, February tw- what, 2021. 20, um, yeah. And so you know, I'm here. I am in kind of like, where do I go now? Kind of mode, yeah. right? Yeah. And um, 23 days later, mm-hmm. uh, it, was, it was actually my son's birthday, and mm-hmm. my uh, my sister, my youngest. Uh, well, I have three sisters from my dad's side. The youngest of my three sisters, there, Courtney, um, she was killed in a hit and run accident. Um, she was walking out of walking out of her job. Um, she worked at like a skilled nursing facility and, uh, somebody went into the wrong, like went into the wrong lane and just hit her as she was kind of getting to her car and just left. Um, so it was, you know, kind of weird. She was in the Bay area. So we were you know kind of getting news here and there and, um, thinking, okay, she was in an accident. Well, okay, she'll she'll, I mean, she'll be okay, right? She went maybe yeah. broke a broke an arm, broke a leg or something, or and then it was like, oh well, you know, they're still checking it out, and okay, well, we're gonna go to the hospital, we're gonna you know drive from Fresno there, and all right, all right, and you know, within before basically in the time it took to pack and get everything ready and about to hit the road is when we found out she died, and um, so yeah, I mean, it was it was tough, man. It was you know. Um, uh, totality for me, like a, a all in like a couple of weeks was it, it was it was 
Like, I'm like, I don't know that I'm ever going to have a month <laughs> going to, you know, rock my world in, in that kind of way. Yeah. No. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot of stuff there that you don't, in, you know, don't anticipate, don't plan for. Like, how do you, what do you do when that happens? Right. Like, how do right, you, right. Because it's not just like, we've had people around me die, um, but it's right, like, right. well, how does it, how do, what happens when it's like a criminal investigation? Right. And you have to deal with the police and you have to like everybody. And this is, this is my nature. I mean, this is who I am. Um, You know, everybody turns to me for, okay, well you can talk to the police, right? You can kind of do this. You can give us the information. And, you know, before I knew it, I was basically playing reporter for my whole family, Um, which is, you know, another layer that's hard to kind of deal with. Uh, And yeah, so we, uh, we, we, we dealt with that. Um, you know, she left behind, a, a at the time, seven-year-old daughter. Um, wow. so my immediate thought is, okay, how do we take care of my niece? You know, and, yeah. and um, yeah. credit to a lot of people out there, you know, a lot of folks, um, particularly in the baseball community got behind an effort. We did to, you know, create a college fund for Kaylee, uh, which yeah. I mean, far and beyond what anybody expected. Um, we had a there's there's a, a state assemblyman out here in Fresno who has been trying to um, get get stricter laws or stricter punishments for hit and run accidents. Um, yeah, essentially, if you you know hit and kill someone and leave the scene, um, you know the the punishment is like maximum four years. And so he was yeah. kind of trying to do some stuff there. So they they you know, brought myself and my family in to kind of help with that. So we've, we've, I've gone and spoke, um, to the state assembly on, on behalf of that cause. Um, yeah. You know, and, and so there's just a lot of stuff there that, that we're still kind of dealing with. I mean, her, uh, yeah. her killer is, is, uh, still out there in terms of like, she's been arrested, but she's still kind of awaiting trial and, and that part of it. So we're still kind of reminded yeah, yeah. every, every couple months, you know, we're going through the, Oh, there's a, pre-trial hearing today and we're going to go through the whole thing. Um, So we're still, we're still dealing with that part of it. Um, But yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was quite a, uh, as I've told my wife and told everybody else, like if I can make it through this month, I can make it through anything. Yeah. Yeah. And you, and you turn what was a devastating tragedy for you and your family as an opportunity to educate folks, bring attention to something that people don't think about until it happens to them. Um, and where did you find the strength, Mike? Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I think part of it is just like the idea that you just got to get up and keep going, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I've never been one to just in general, like settle for whatever. Like, and it's, I remember, um, you know, my, my first time I went to cover the World Series, it was like, I was like, cool, what do you guys want me to do? And it was, you know, they gave me some stuff. And yeah. I think in, in seven days, I ended up writing something like 50 different stories, right? Just because I'm wow. like, give, wow. me, give me everything. Wow. You know, I'll do as much wow. as I can. Um, and so it's just that same kind of, I, I don't know, I just got to drive, I guess. Like, I just have yeah. sort of like an internal, like, and it's not, it's not necessarily, um, maybe some of it is, is an obligation, but I also feel like I want to, always want to kind of do more help and, and yeah. do all things. And um, I mean, there were definitely days where I was like, I don't want to, okay, I need a break today. But um, 
you yeah. know, being there for my family, my sisters, um, yeah. Yeah. You know, all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, I knew a lot of it was falling on me because it was what I was good at. Um, yeah. And I knew that I could kind of manage that, those things better than some other people. So yeah, it was, it was what I needed to do. And if it's yeah. what I got to do, I'll get it done. Wow. My guys, that was powerful. Uh, and a story like that hasn't been shared on this podcast before. And I know what you said here in layers uh, from Mac to your grandfather to the passing of your sister will inspire folks to reflect, to share, and, and hopefully notice the people in their lives. Um, there's a last question I ask guests, uh, and I'd like to ask that question, which is if I gave you a magic wand and you could wave it and five of your life's teachers could show up for a meal um, from your past, uh, who would they be? And why are we talking um uh, as i explained kind of the, the larger yeah. web of uh you know journalistic uh yeah, yeah. so i can kind of go in that you can go anywhere the, okay. your that's just your answer not mine okay okay yeah. well i mean we talked about the, the i think the two of the most important people would be you know my grandfather his name is uh, lee colleen say his name um and then mac lundstrom from from san jose state was definitely yeah. you know somebody who was those, those guys i've already spoke about them but they're on my list yeah. um one of my one of my one of my great mentors and i think uh i need to give her a shout out because she's fantastic is a woman named Lori aratani who um she was one of those people i talked about who you yeah. know for some reason cared about a 17 year old kid who wow. you know wanted to wanted to do journalism she was a reporter at the san jose mercury news at the time right now she works for the yeah. washington post um and she's just one of those people that throughout the, you know, totality of my life as it has been, you know, since I was 17 years old, she's always kind of been somebody who was there for me, whether I was when I was in college trying yeah. to learn things or as I became a professional journalist or, or as I was trying to get jobs and, and those kind of things. So she's she's somebody who has been, um, you know, very, very important in uh, mm -hmm. in my path in a lot of ways. Um, and yeah. then another person. Um, who, you know, again, this is this is the sort of journalism tree, but um, you know, the, yeah. the guy the guy who gave me the the shot when I said, hey, I want to go, you know, you want to go cover a baseball game, uh, he remains one of my best friends to this yeah. day. But uh, his name is John Perez. Wow, and and was my uh, you know like my first editor at the paper, and and um, the wow. godfather to one of my children, and you know, so he he wow. Wow. always. You know, and, it, and but that's that's part of what that's part of how journalism is, though. Like you gotta, yeah. you know, the people that that you have there that are like, hey, he looked out for me, so I need to look out for that next guy, right? Like, you know, and that's kind of how, yeah, yeah, yeah. how that goes. Um, and then, okay, so last one, right? There's there's a lot of people who have yeah. who have who have looked out for me, and I think who have helped me in a lot of ways. I'm trying to think like. I yeah. want to try to pick somebody who has helped me in more of like an entrepreneurship kind of way, but um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, I might have to go back to one of my journalism people because there's so many journalism people. But um, yeah, yeah. One of my one one of my first uh, the, the first executive editor who I worked with Fresno B, and and mm -hmm. part of this is because he's not he's no longer with us too. Um, his name was Charlie Waters. Hmm. And uh, he was a another one of those just like hard, hard nosed, old school journalism kind of people. Right. 
And, but he, you know, I think did a really good job of, um, one, identifying talent two sort of inspiring talent. And I don't know, like I would, I would be interested. And I think of, as I am in my life right now, I would be very interested to have a conversation with him now that I'm an adult and like, you know, cause he hired me when I was 22 years old and wow. I was an intern with him when I was 20, you know, wow. and so I'd be very curious to like now at 42, you know, look back and, and, and have a conversation with him about everything that's mm. happened in the last 20 years. So, wow. Uh, there are other people who have, who have been sort of, you know, in that, uh, also yeah. in, that, in that, in that thing, but the fact that he's no longer with us, I think makes, makes me, uh, you know, see how valuable that conversation could be. That's a powerful group. Yeah. Um, yeah. and phenomenal journey. And, uh, what I didn't share with you, uh, is, uh, how much your journey like touches me in a specific way. I grew up in Union City, California. Okay. And uh, around around the same James Logan High School, so go. around the same time, and you used to read Sanders and Mercury News. Uh, you know, so so there's a lot of parallels, and as you're talking, I, I'm, imagery is flooding back to me in a lot of ways. And so all those, all those good Logan uh, sports teams at everything. Yeah, wait, well, hey, baby, don't hate. No. Uh, <laughs> so it, us in Fremont. Like yeah. we, we always like, oh man, if we're going to play Logan, Logan's going to destroy us and everything because Logan was the school for, yeah. for high school athletics. Yeah. Well, it, part of it was we only had the one high school in Union City. Yeah. So everybody went there. So, you know, all the talent had to, yep. you know, rise to the top. So, yep. um, but you know, it's tri-city area, you know, so <laughs> it's, 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 it's fam. So, um, I wanted to say that and share that because uh, as I appreciate you for your spirit and your story, um, I'm saying to you that normally I say, hey, thank you for moving the learners to reflect back to the teachers and, and, and they've had in their lives, but you've also moved me to think back to the journey that somewhat parallels your journey, leaving the Bay Area, moving moving into California, uh, and uh, and then being a part of the inspiration for others in a different way. So. Well, uh, I think, I'm sure you would agree. You know, I think the one thing that I think you've heard me say a lot, and I think I'm sure education is, is the same way. It's yeah. like, you know, when, when, when people invest in you, I always feel like it's important to invest in someone else. That's right. Uh, That's right. You know, um, I mean, now it's different that I'm, I'm older and I, you know, I have children to invest in too, but That's right. I always tried to make a point to like, you know, help those, those, those next, those next kids that want to be journalists or, I mean, I'm sure it's also that same way with teachers, right? You want to help the young teacher. You want to help, you know. So uh, yeah, that's that's that, that's good to hear. Because, but I think I, I, that's one message I would like to leave with everybody is just, yeah. you know, like be like appreciate appreciate the mentors in your life and pass that that's on. Right. Yeah. Perfect, Mike. Much love. Thank uh, you. And as we say on the whole student podcast, class dismissed. Thank you. <laughs> The Whole Student Podcast is brought to you in partnership with Duncast and produced by J.D. Scroggin, the Director of Marketing and Communication at the Dunn School and co-produced by Brandon Scott of Comfort Food. You can subscribe to The Whole Student Podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe today. Class dismissed.